I think we're back. Everyone's been asking mm-hmm. us. Has we're back. Been, before. been asking or? No, no, no. No, well, no one's been asking okay. if no, we're no, back. No, no. But, uh, I, but you, I'm thinking I'm back. Be, well, what's well, actually kind of worse would be like, how's the podcast going? Mean they're not listening. And, no. And they realize it's like, well, we haven't been recording in three months. But but to celebrate. It has been three. Cel- and, it's been and, a month and a half. And speaking of comeback, because you know what else is making a big Return comeback. Return of the Ma- <laughs> Return of the Maynard. Be- oh, yeah. Yeah, because not only have the streaming services opened up, but the new album's coming out. New Slipknot, new yep. Tool. Mm-hmm. New King. Yeah, yeah. It's an amazing month. And For him. <laughs> for well, Vince. You, of course, for Vince right? Emanuele. He's a huge fan of all these people. Yeah. For, for so, Vince Emanuele, it's a great month. But before, but before introductions to celebrate, uh, I have a new Swedgen song. For uh, you got a new Swedgen parody for everybody. So, uh, no. Yes. So, John, if you can hit me with the... Blink, blink, blink. I know the Swedgen sits cozy. Fuck this. No, I'm not going to be part of it. No, no. I, I have more dignity than this. <laughs> well, I do not. So. Внимание. Говорит Москва. People that I used to idolize, I look down on now, down on now. People that I used to idolize, I look down on now, down on now. People that I used to idolize, I look down on now, down on now. They're not doing shit. They're not doing shit. They're not. They're not. They're not doing shit. So what? You're drunk. You get high. So what? You're drunk. You get high. So what? You're drunk. You get high. You still keep going. You know I do. I'm not nervous about being in the podcast anymore. Yeah, I, didn't I tell you? Like, <laughs> Thank you for priming the pump. <laughs> Everybody. Because you, you, that's what happens. You get nervous for Brett, and you get less nervous about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I talk to you, it's like watching someone on the high wire with no neck. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to Gigi Stalin and the Absurdity Junkies. I'm uh, D. Johns. Uh, across from me is uh, Brett's son of Denver. Mm. And... On the first uh, first time on the podcast, we have Amy Strong. Amy, just Amy. I tell you, you That's fine. That. Oh, okay. I will, I'll bleep out your name. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> no, I really no. will this time. <laughs> Sniper X. <laughs> yeah, we got that going when that happened. <laughs> well, she'll be a Sniper Z. How about that? <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> yeah, what happened to Sniper Y? Right, uh... Well, nobody wants to be Y. That's not that cool of a letter. Like, Z is clearly the next coolest letter after X, right? Yeah. Probably. Yes. Unless you want to be no, Sniper Q. How about... No, what Q a, is a pretty good letter. Okay, there you And go. character. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd Star actually Trek. be cool to get into, like, Greek letters after that, though. So it's, like, mm-hmm. Sniper Alpha. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. I'm really upset I didn't get to do my Swedgen song. <laughs> Maybe you can record it alone and then just edit ooh, it in at ooh. the end. Hey, Brett, how about you just... Do do karaoke, but just sing your Swedish song over. Uh, <laughs> but it's for the anima, audience. I owe our audience. Or lateralis. Which one, s- which one was it? Drop a bonus Schism. episode. Schism. Mm-hmm. You you want to do to hop in on this? You want to do uh, Fred Schneider doing um, uh, prison sex? <laughs> Remember that song? Oh, re <laughs> oh, why why can't? We just be sober. That's, I just, well, that's, that's oh, sober, not prison oh, God sex. God damn it. I, how does prison sex go again? <laughs> Release inside of me. Remember that? No, you don't. I kind of, I mean, again, I'm too cool. Release for cool. inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm too. I'm. Uh, I'm too cool, cool for, for me. too old, though. So. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. They're not. They're not nearly as. I have to say though, uh, and just coming hot and coming uh, very uh, antagonistic. I have to say, uh, new Slipknot way more interesting than new corn. That new corn's pretty. Oh, new corn. New corn's not good. I never <laughs> said new corn was good. Well, it's not like new Slipknot's good, but it's no. Like... But you, uh, new new corn isn't. Uh, new corn sucks. Like, oh, it's no. I mean corn. I know well, you're really corn, corn sucks. mostly sucks. <laughs> I mean, I sucks. I like I like certain songs off of like Life Is Peachy and Fall Leader out of pure nostalgia <laughs> and wishing that I could be 13 again. That's all that has going for it. And and Amy's corn just being isn't ironic, good. Everybody, don't take it seriously. <laughs> I'm sorry. Amy's just being ironic. Everybody, don't take it seriously. What am I being ironic about? <laughs> she loves Slipknot and Corn. No, is that like how much of your fan base is people who are super new metal? I, no, our fan base is just us talking about new metal. I think that's the only. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, As in, our, our, fan, our, our fans love us making fools of ourselves. I think, especially me, because yeah. I'm so good at it. That's um, what I like. <laughs> that's why I listen. As, as you said, hang wire with no net, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what better symbolize that in new metal? <laughs> La- laser zone would be a good way to symbolize. New laser metal. zone would be a good way to symbolize. Yeah. Ripped, kicked yeah. out, riot. Yeah, Decrypt had a riot there. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Laser Zone. Shout out to Decrypt. Jinkos. <laughs> Shout out to Jinkos. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a coworker who totally wears Jinkos, and I thought he was like down with the clown or whatever, but no, his he's like, oh, my wife just buys them for me. <laughs> like, buys them. <laughs> who is his wife? Contemporary. Some awesome wait, lady. Like, wait, where them? does, but, yeah. <laughs> like, Where? Yeah, where? Where do you buy them now? They, they, no, they're coming back. They, I know they're coming back, but you like in online. specialty stores and like you buy them online. You buy everything online. I know, but it's just funny that this woman's like, I'm buying my husband Jinkos that I have to specially find online in the year 2019, <laughs> the year of our Lord 2019. <laughs> Welcome to JJ's Pizza Shack. Where hey, I got a new job, everybody. <laughs> yeah, and is we're that in the super shirt. Right. <laughs> I guess it sounds like it is. It's yeah, it is Cl- uh, Valpo, but close it enough. It sounds like it's it in is. that that whole. Uh, Oddly enough, I got cussed out by uh, the, by I got I got cussed out by somebody last night more than I have had in a while. And that's after a few like clashes I've had over recently. Um, even Ed didn't cuss at me at that much with an ending of a friendship. <laughs> the uh, the guy ordered from Valpo JJ's and he was in Portage. I didn't realize it because he was coming in from Florida, and okay. he was yeah, and he was just like. He's like, I will wait for a motherfucking hour, and this is gonna take this goddamn fucking long. <laughs> like he was pissed. nice black scent, bro. <laughs> well, that's what he sounded like. I was way to stereotype to think he was black. Maybe he wasn't black. Ooh, uh, uh, we regret to inform everybody. Uh, we were. I think Brett's canceled. <laughs> How many folks on this podcast are gonna get canceled? Call me Brett Mullen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but when but when Bre- when Nick Mullen talks about uh, like middle aged black guys named like uh, Stanford, you no, talk he, about the he, respect economy. It, no, no, no. He only gets away with it because he does the voice better than me. That's yeah, all. yeah, exactly. That's why <laughs> I think it's okay to provide a quote from someone without doing an impression of their voice. <laughs> it was too hard. Like this is what he sounded like. Wow. <laughs> well, anyway, so he was. But it worked uh, out. It worked out. Yeah, yeah, he, he calmed down by that time. I understand he was waiting for an hour, he's hungry as shit, and like, oh, yeah, you're not even getting your food, and you got to call back the restaurant and get your money back. Sorry, dude. You know what's cool? And on uh, DoorDash, if like you end up waiting an hour, they just give you like $33. 
And then, mm-hmm. so I'm like, fingers crossed, it's going to be late so that I can do it for free. My That's next order for free. happened to me every single time that I've done it. So now I just plan for it to take about two hours to arrive. Mm-hmm. And then I just complain and get the $30. <laughs> it's a cycle. Yeah. Shout out to my old roommates who, <laughs> who paid probably like 30 bucks for Chick-fil-A, <laughs> even though it was right next to our apartment. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? That's sad. Because <laughs> sad enough to get Chick Fil A on its own. Was he just that high? <laughs> no, they're just. I guess they're just tired from work or whatever. That's why you just get it on the way in. But whatever. What are you gonna do? Um, That's cut. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, sorry for the absence. Um, I know I pledged to uh, get more of a schedule going, but we're back in the studio now. And uh, and the Stalin episode, we'll release this episode with the Stalin episode <laughs> to get a nice cushion. Yeah. Um, uh, we just uh, been really busy politicking. We had uh, we had a, we had some great successes lately. Uh, hopefully to check out some videos uh, that will be put up. We'll probably put them up on uh, the page. We had this bullshit plaza going in that was going to take twelve million dollars from the. I can't even remember what it escalated to at this point. Oh, it geez. started out. It was. Yeah, it started, it started out started as six. Yeah, I think oh, I was so at sad. a I was at a council meeting like a year ago where it was in like it was uh, announced and it was going to be five million and then it the then the it got six and then the final like eight point eight was and eight, then eight point eight which would which would if bonded against end up costing us eleven million you know paying it all back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, essentially in Michigan City. Um, the best idea that Michigan City had for really improving the city would be to trap all of the tax dollars on the north end in a TIF. Yeah. Which, uh, tax uh, increment fund. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically trapped like taxes from an entire end of town only to be used in that end of town and only to be used on bullshit beautification projects, mm-hmm. i.e. gentrification, yeah. with the sole purpose like a of raising property taxes. Mm-hmm. And the folks that got to decide what to do with the money are not the same folks that get to decide what's in the city's budget that are elected people on the city council, but a group of appointed people on redevelopment commission whose only goal mm. is to raise property, property taxes, taxes yeah. mm-hmm. which benefits, you know, Just developers. I mean, yes. Yeah, so people. <laughs> all, all the all the highest property taxes in Michigan City are on the north because that's where all like the million dollar beach mansions are and shit. And... Ba- and all that tax money just ends up only being able to, because it goes into the TIF, it's only able to be used in a certain geographical bubble, which mm. is the north end where they all live and a little bit a little bit lower. Mm. But And also uh, there's another one in the south where all the, the chain stores and big mm. boxes are. Every time that a store goes in, down at the end of town too, you hear like, oh, well, it brings in more taxes. It'll bring in more taxes. But then they're handing out tax abatements to like hotels that go in down there. Yep. And like Holiday Inn is a good example. Holiday Inn closed and left a vacant building down on the south side of town for years that then got cycled through a few other chains, was under construction forever. Then they actually give a tax abatement to Holiday Inn to come back and build a new Holiday Inn so that they can create 12 low-wage jobs without benefits. Mm -hmm. And then when they eventually would end up paying taxes if they're still in business... That tax money is just going to end up getting trapped in the South End TIF, so they could put bigger flags on the 94 exit, maybe some uplighting. Yep. You know. I mean, because that's that's all they can do with this. I mean, there's stipulate again. Uh, the money isn't uh, monitored or you know attended to by the town. It's attended to the 
by the uh, Redevelopment Commission. Mm -hmm. And so... So, interesting question. Uh, uh, I'm guessing, although something tells me, you know, the TIF money's supposed to be locked in whatever zone or whatever, right? Yes. And... I'm guessing no, they'd probably leak some of that money to Blue Chip. Can can Blue Chip Blue Chip is in the Oh yeah, nice. it is in the TIFF. Mm-hmm. So they'll uh, probably use that example, money to subsidize it. <laughs> as they do a lot. For example, they gave them a million dollars. Yeah, oh, recently. recently. Yeah. Yes. Say Blue Chip Casino is Yes, what, what they gave they? the mm-hmm. casino a literal money factory. Yeah. <laughs> a million dollars. And then they tell us, well, it's good the casino's here because so much money comes into the city for it. <laughs> into this tax trap to make planters in the middle of roads and like Plazas with uh, ice bumper cars was one of their ideas. They <laughs> right, were also yep. super into the idea of having um, interactive light displays right. as being a high priority for mm, yeah. a city where 53% of the people are right. living I mean, paycheck to paycheck or worse. Mm-hmm. So that's a so, good priority. Or so not yeah, to it, mention how horrendous the transportation system is in Michigan City. Yeah. Course, yeah. Speaking of the South TIF. You've got all of these big box businesses that are paying low wage jobs with no benefits and folks walking to them from the only pockets of affordable housing that are in the city uh, without sidewalks. But they're not using mm-hmm. that TIF money on the sidewalks. They're using no. that TIF money on giant flags. Yeah. And, 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 the, and the council uh, very, uh, very adamantly anytime someone you know mentions that, that you know, hey, use this money to, for the sidewalks. Uh, TIF money can't be used for sidewalks. Sorry, deal with it. I mean, arguably in the TIF it could. But also, TIF shouldn't exist. No. All yeah. the money should go into the city budget, and the people that decide what happens to it should be elected by the people of Michigan because as, City. Because uh, as Mr. Rob Johnson pointed out in the... Or did he point it out? I can't remember who pointed it out in the council meeting, but, like, TIFs were... were there In California, where they were invented, right... Uh, they are no longer legal there. Yeah, right? and they, no. and well, they're in the them. process of dismantling mm-hmm. them. Right. So, give you an idea. <laughs> that's the thing too is whenever there's an institution like that, they're just saying like, "Well, we have TIFs. That's what we have." Uh, well, that's just the way it is. Like we have a redevelopment commission. That's just <sighs> the way it is. Mm-hmm. But it always hasn't been that way. And in other communities across the country, they're realizing that beautification or- projects don't work. And tips world. don't work. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> well, I mean. Let's at least confine like. <laughs> the beautification projects and tips won't work for the majority of working people in the, in, oh. in the city. But I, I, it, for the people on the Redevelopment Commission and, you know, certain people in the council, like they, that's kind of the, the, that's the design is to literally push everybody out and just fill the, mm-hmm. Michigan City with the uppies, which will never happen because no one from Chicago wants to move here instead of living in Chicago. Right. Well, or at least anyone who's like, you know, any, any like yuppie who's like dedicated, who like wants the city life and like, mm-hmm. you know. Or, or, or at least we'll just move to the much closer, nicer. Or, or Valpo, yeah. Yeah, or Crown Point or any yeah. of those places. Yeah, I mean, the Valpoization of Michigan City is just not going to work because yeah, we don't have is. the same culture that Valpo has. Uh-huh. Like, we're a vibrant, working class city mm-hmm. filled with cool ass people. <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, it's just, I mean, it's not going to be Naperville Jr. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. not, we're not having it. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. it because the, the reason why Naperville. S- Naperville Senior. The reason why original oh. Naperville is Naperville Ooh. is because it's still on the purple line. No, mm. that's that's Evanston. Mm. Anyway, but it's it's right. still on Metro. At least it's right next. The to point is, Chicago. it's right next. It's still actually right next to Chicago. Yeah. Whereas, like, Michigan even City's with the double far. track, that's still 
That's going to be like 20 bucks. A, like The double track is probably not going to still be 10 bucks. As I figured out, Val, uh, Michigan City is still pretty far from freaking Valparaiso. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, freaking Chicago. Yeah, I mean, it'll still, like, it won't be a two and two two hour and 15 minute ride, but it'll still be like hour 45 to get Chicago. And mm-hmm. to like, yeah, that's still going to be, most people are are just going to be like, oh, I'll still, if I'm renting, if, if I'm like, you know, if I make a certain income and I'm renting, I'm going to live in Chicago still. I'm not, I, I really don't care about property taxes at this point. Yeah. yeah. Good luck with it. So, uh, good and luck if, with the yuppies there in Michigan City. Yeah. And if I do care about property taxes, I'll move to like Munster or some shit. And, and also, and besides the plaza, we also did the, um, I mean, the, the, those light plate scanners was definitely a no-go, right? Those aren't going to happen? Oh, yeah. No, that oh, yeah, shut that, down. Yeah, that got so, shut down. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you're right. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, there, there were two two successes that night. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, just to contextualize, the Michigan City Police Department was putting in a request to hmm. get a license plate scanner. Hmm. And, of course, they're talking about all of these high-profile things that they make, like, 74 different fiction TV shows about that people are interested in. Like, what if a child is abducted? <laughs> what if there's a murder? Yeah. And in uh, reality... Some, someone saw Person of Interest, and they were like, fuck yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna do this. And never saw any of the later seasons where, like, the AI, like, tries to, like, kill everybody. <laughs> but. Um, but, you know, the reality is, and then one of the people from Michigan City that spoke, uh, Jose Segovia... Who's in your dead? Shout out! What's mm-hmm. up? What's Who uh, up? jumped on uh, my head last night at a at his at a show? Yeah, nice. yep. He said, "You know, you're going to be. I think it was like fishing for sharks. You're going to yeah, you're gonna catch get... a bunch of smelt or something. Yeah, yeah, along get... those lines, something like that. They're telling you us this is in case for a pile of smelt. Yeah, here's yeah. an amber alert, and that's what they're selling it as. But what it's going to be is a lot of people who are struggling just to pay the fines on some low level shit." Trying mm. to get to work, trying to feed their family that are going to get caught up in this. And I mean, where are they going to put these things? You know, mm. are they going to be putting them over in Long Beach? Probably not. Yeah. Like, exactly. they're going to be disproportionately going after poor people and people of color. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. all they, they, of it. They're basically just going to, like, you know, run these scanners while they, like, drive around Midtown and, and the East Side and then. Not use them anywhere else. Well, what but, about all the murders are going to stop? Oh, yeah, oh, of yeah. course. <laughs> My mistake. By scanning license plates. <laughs> yes, of course. But no, uh, yeah. what happened was, I mean, there was like over 100 folks from the city that came to the city council meeting. They thought that they were just going to slide this through like every other bullshit mm. um, idea that they have, that they think that the people mm. that actually live in Michigan City aren't qualified to make decisions about what's going mm. on in their lives. But person after person after person stood up to speak against it, and it was shut down, and it's dead. So there aren't going to be plate well, scanners. That's well, because know, people showed up. Yep. Well, you know, you yeah. know, you know, you won when the councilman who brought it up, who was the former police chief, <laughs> didn't vote it down. Like, yeah, I'm going to vote up. I'm going to vote down the thing I brought up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, sometimes <clears throat> the folks sitting up there, people are passing things across their desk. And they're just putting them out there, and it's an echo chamber of the same, like, 30 or 40 people that consistently talk about this stuff, and they don't even know, they aren't even aware of a perspective of other people in the community. They have no idea. Um, yeah, like I wasn't, I wasn't even going to speak. I was just there for support. And then when the cop, uh, when the police chief came up, it was the police chief. Right? Swiss Tech, yeah. yeah no, yeah. it wasn't Swiss no, Tech. No, it, was, it was someone from the police department. I forget who it was. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, whoever he was. Um, when he goes up there and he makes the comparison between Gary and Hammond and just saying, like, how the police scanners, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> lowered the, you know, you know, Hammond got those police, those license plate scanners and they're, uh, uh, and uh, they, they, their, their murder levels just keep going down while yeah. Gary's. Still, he's the same, like, because that's the problem. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Defin- definitely good use of uh, 
Yeah, you, cause and effect there. Yeah, yeah, you, you made yeah, a yeah. perfect one-one analogy, dude. <laughs> uh, when in reality, maybe things wouldn't be so hard for folks if they made enough money working to feed themselves and their families and which, have health care and affordable housing. Which Hammond's been having that, and Gary hasn't. So oh. I wonder. Oh, oh. oh really? Yeah it's, yeah, it's almost like when the economy gets better, um, the and the people have for regular people, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, hmm. Interesting. <laughs> but the economy is not yeah. good for anyone. <laughs> well, <laughs> we could do a whole episode about that. But. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, uh, next time, Amy, please come back on. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and another strong maybe. <laughs> it's a strong maybe. We got her in here. We got her in here already with a strong maybe. So hell yeah, dude. I'm happy. So, he uh, just came and got me. <laughs> At that point, there was no turning back. <laughs> I mean, I'll just, you know, anytime we want you on the show, I'll just like show up and be like, hey, get in. I, yeah, I, have, doing a hard, the podcast. I have a hard time saying no to this face. <laughs> the adorable, adorable it's, it's face. A, it's, a, uh, it's not a visual medium. People can't see my face when he said that. Yeah. You guys don't well, have a picture? Whatever you do, don't watch Anywhere um, on the internet of you? Um, not. In promotion, uh, no, like, I don't, like a drawing I don't think, of you you have for your Facebook. I mean, there's my personal Facebook, but I mean, I, I th- I'm past the pretenses that like that uh, at this point, like you don't know who I am doing this or anything. Like, <laughs> we're all way past that. Yeah, but I don't think we by your fault, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because when this podcast started, you guys had like code names and yeah, you weren't even saying what that city you lived in. And, and now like, you're up it, here being like Swiss Tech, talking about <laughs> naming names on city council and what yeah. we're doing and what my last name is, which Phone I numbers, truly appreciate. Security. Thank yeah. you. Hit me up, 108 Trunk Court. I will. Uh, Again, this only exists on here. I can, I'll delete it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but uh, so um, <clears throat> the uh, where are we going from but, here? But yeah, but but I don't think there's any. Uh, oh yeah, I was going to there, say. There, there, there's no like there's no pictures of us in any official GG song promotion. Well, I was going to say you better not watch the needle drop YouTube videos anytime soon if you're that attracted to that face because you won't be able to stop watching with Anthony Fantano. Yeah. What? <laughs> John looks like uh, Anthony. Fantano. I'm like uh, I'm like uh, Devin Sawa uh, in the Stan music video, but for Anthony Fantano. Or, 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 wait, wait, what? Or, or is he that for me? Who knows? Well, it's a, it's a music critic on. He's probably the biggest music critic on YouTube. Yeah, I think he's like I don't do the YouTube. Oh, uh, okay. He's yeah, but he's like a big internet music mm-hmm. critic, and he always wears red flannels. <laughs> he's bald. Uh, he's got glasses. glasses, but he doesn't have a beard. No, sometimes. Oh, he does, well, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but, so yeah. that's why uh, mm-hmm. John is uh, codenamed Faux Fantano. All right. <laughs> so anyway, he's a uh, yeah. He it was his like Death Grips reviews that people like started like was like oh for. yeah yeah he was big on the Death Grips yeah, yeah he was like a big promoter of Death Grips in the beginning mm. is that what that's really funny if that's what got him famous yeah and like and his whole like I give it a strong. Eight. Strong eight transition, yeah, and also is like transition thing at the end. There's a couple. Well, we'll show you later, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. I don't need to be shown. It's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. I regret googling most of the things I hear about on this podcast. To be honest, <laughs> I mean, other than the BME Pain Olympics, where else have we steered you wrong? Misborn motherfucker. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> Amy's oh. reading Misborn, hasn't she? Eat some crow. Yeah, you two, okay. you two yeah. fucking dorks can talk about you. Know about your your mad yeah, about your, your metal magic shit. Okay, I had less than zero interest in reading this book. Yeah, I, and I and I thought you would. You thought I would have interest in it. 
no, no. Or no, you I, thought I, I would not read it? Yeah, I figured. Like, I'm like, oh, there's quite a few people I think would get a lot get in this, but I, I didn't think Amy had a chance to like it. No, you like hard sold it for an excessive amount of time though, and then you sent it to me on Audible mm-hmm. for free, and I was like, well, I like Brody's really nice. <laughs> I guess I'll read the book, and it took me like two and a half months to get through the first book. Well, it took me like two and a half months to get through the first half part of the first, of the of the first, first book. book, right? And then, lo and behold, it sucked me in. It took Cheap. me a week to do book two. I'm on book three, and what? it's been like five days. I know. Yes, yes. And she I'm read like, book three in almost five there days. There was even a point. Ah, damn it. I have to read these now, aren't I? There was yeah. even a point when I was speaking to someone in real life and accidentally utilized um, terminology from the terminology, book. Some <laughs> jargon from who the book. Who was this person? I don't even. I know I already told you the story, yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. you remember. I don't remember who I was. Speaking to, it was I, just like a coworker. Oh like, yeah, like, and I was oh, saying okay. something about. Well, you, they oh, were getting, they were trying to get me worked up. Right. So I right. said that they were right. Yeah. Yes. She, she was trying to gossip and oh, like, yes. look, can you believe she said this about my my mechanical keyboard? But that's <laughs> oh yeah, it was, yeah, 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 it was yeah. the bane of the office. Yeah, for we, the don't six need, we don't need to get the dirty details no. so, of office work. Um, uh-huh. Yes, but. <laughs> yeah, I said they were writing my emotions. Which Rioting is, her emotions. Which is a, a thing <laughs> from, from, from Mistborn. Right, with Mistborn, you can, like, they, with their abilities, they can. some people can actually, like, soothe or riot other people's emotions. So they were trying to riot me. <laughs> <laughs> Not soothe me. Nerd. Yeah. But, uh, so wait, yeah. if, if there's a riot fest, what would Soothe Fest be? <laughs> um, Enya. <sighs> Yeah. And yes, Sarah McLaughlin. Dude, we need to we need to like have everything everything is fucking soothing. <laughs> Little Fair is Sooth Fest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what we need to like make like a counter program in Chicago, like Sooth Fest. Mm-hmm. It'll just be like Enya, mm-hmm. Enigma. Just all, all <laughs> your favorite, music. like all your favorite nineties like like uh yeah, nineties like fuck music. <laughs> if you played like if Anything that was played while you were getting a massage you got from Groupon. Mm. Yeah. There you that, go. That, all the CDs they have for mm-hmm. that Groupon. would be good for yeah. Sooth Fest. Just all, all, all the, the Reiki and massage and mm-hmm. whatever else, mm-hmm. acupuncture, mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. music. Yeah. Because, well, so, but anyway, I was trying to, because I've been trying to get John to read these for a while, right? And, and he was saying, like, I would, like, just talk about the magic system, which isn't true, because you'd be like, hey, are there cool monsters in it? And I'm like, there's not like a ton of neat monsters, but there's actually like the monsters in it. Like The, the monsters in it are uh, cleverly constructed. Uh, yes, yes, super um, interesting. Yes. Yeah. Like, as, I'm as, not a big monster person. You know, you're making me sound like I'm like, like a... Yeah, like a, a job trying to boy. <laughs> like, how many months is it? Because <laughs> okay. well, you are. <laughs> you're a little 12 year old goth girl. Right? Even my 12 year old child, the parts that she heard while driving with mm. the audiobook, she was very interested in the balls they were attending. Oh, yes. yes there was some yes. courtly drama. Yes. There was oh, some intrigue, intrigue and romance. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Good yep. stuff. Yeah, because and he because he, he, he writes the characters well. They're like they're not too original, but like uh, he he locks them down really good, and he makes it and it's really and he really shines with how he has the characters interact to promote it further. And so Brett's mm-hmm. gonna read Jane Eyre, yes, as a trade off. Yes, okay. One of my favorite. Well, I've already books. read a few. I've already read a few. Uh, read um, well, I'm going through No Shortcuts, and also, and I finished. Uh, uh, her light reading of I gave uh, him a toilet book, just a short little <laughs> something for a light, well, light read. It was it was it was light in pages, but heavy in content. Being called the Memoirs Ma- of My Melancholy Horrors by yes. Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Oh, okay. The 
really just greatest author of mm-hmm. our time. Really, what's the passion? Well, I wanted that was like to prime the pump so I could get you to read 100 Years of Solitude. Solitude, yes, yes. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 990 characters or some crazy shit like that, right? There's a lot of characters. There's a map in the back of the, mm-hmm. my copy of the book, though, that you Just can like reference. Just like fancy novels. <laughs> yes. It, well, it's magical realism. Right? Yes, yes, yes. We're like uh, Water for Chocolate, Mary Poppins. <laughs> Love magical realism. <laughs> like, uh, I almost said worlds collide. It's, uh, we're, we're, sl- we're, the similar boundaries, we're closing the gaps. Mm-hmm. 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 So. Anyway, speaking of magical realism, let's talk about Epstein. That is the worst transition, <laughs> and so insulting. I, I, to I, I, would, I would like you to explain uh, that connection there, Brett, uh, because the conspiracies with it are like making it like because the problem is like the conspiracy theorists ruin it by all means. I, I won't, I won't deny that because you definitely have some. I mean, got some conspiracies going. I, I would say, I would say, uh, it, it, like. The rabbit hole of Epstein is less like Marquez and more like uh, Crying of Lot 49 or something. <laughs> so magical realism is things being as sad and awful or as tumultuous as they are, but that there's this like these little tiny slices of mm-hmm. something extra special. Mm-hmm. This is literally the opposite. Yeah. The, the conspiracy <laughs> theories about this are literally the opposite of that. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. They get pretty. I mean, because because I mean, you, it does eventually get into like Wiccan rituals and like these Wiccan demon, rituals, or just demon like sub demon dungeons. Like, um, well, okay. this is a piece of shit rich guy. <laughs> He's a piece of shit rich guy. Did he, piece of shit stuff his whole life. Here, okay, right. if you're talking about the weird temple, okay, right on the island, he, it, it's he basically it looks like a bathhouse in Morocco. That he saw once, and he's like, "That looks cool. I'm just gonna build it because I'm rich, and I just go, I see things, and I now, have to go." Just to be clear, I'm not saying it actually is magical realism. I'm saying conspiracy theorists get so crazy with it, it turns into magical realism. Mm, that, I think mean, you're mischaracterizing what magical well, realism that's, that's is. That's fine. That's it I mean, uh, there's. I, I'm not writing a dissertation. There is there. there there is like a certain like there, there there's elements of magical realism and some kinds of like uh, like. You know, postmodern conspiracy fiction stuff, mm-hmm. but I mean, like the kind of stuff where she's talking about isn't really. Anyway, the point is, uh, stop splitting hairs. Is Let's H. talk Lovecraft, about uh, magical realism. No, he's uh. weird. That I mean, that's just weird fiction, science fiction, horror. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what we're talking about is uh, well, we the Clinton about crime family uh, pulling a. Uh, <laughs> not them. It's not them. It's it's something way more powerful than that. If it happened, uh, Mossad. I don't know. CIA. Mm-hmm. Well, just whatever billionaires that he. I mean, he, he that actually had the hedge fund that that wasn't his. Yeah. I mean, uh, honestly, the he probably. I mean, there's good enough reason that he would kill his own self, but there's also plenty of people that want to see him dead at this point. Mm-hmm. There's also, mm-hmm. you know, and also. Well, well j- just to start, it was pretty surreal. I have to say, and it was kind of kind of gripping when like. You know, when he was in prison and everything like that, and people were like, everything like, oh, he's going to commit suicide. He's going to commit suicide. Quotes. And then when he actually committed suicide, I was like, oh, I'll be damn. I can't believe that actually happened. I mean, I'm not surprised that he did. And there are no facts that really tell us that anything other than a suicide did occur here. Mm-hmm. There are I broken mean, vertebrae. Were there really? Yeah, they, they just found that out <laughs> in the autopsy. <laughs> And and there was uh, heard screaming from the prison that night from a non-prison guard. It was another uh, uh, independent uh, um, security person there. Anyway, the, the, but what we should really take from this is the the fact that Epstein's 
that people were so uh, you know, waiting, waiting on the line for Ep- Epstein's, you know, testimony and turning on everybody that mm-hmm. when they could actually just listen to his victims who've already implicated everyone mm-hmm. like it have. I, th- I know they've implicated uh, uh, Dershowitz mm-hmm. and other people, but yeah, actually, and it's, but the, the thing is, and no, who's one's, the opposite no Dur- one's listening to the actual victims, though. And that would act- if we did that, then there would be justice. But we're not because, uh, you know, everything sucks. Mm. Here's a question, too. If. He did, you know, sing like a canary about any of these rich pieces of shit doing this. Mm-hmm. Who we already know do a bunch of shitty things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I just don't understand, like, what people thought would come of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our president's a rapist. I mean, like, yeah, honestly, all... No one seems to really be moving much on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like... Well, there's plenty of people that deny it, though, and it's there's no hard proof, which is hilarious. But, I mean, but yeah. But, like, I, what could come of even if anything? He, yeah, even mm-hmm. if he's saying, like, a canary, I think the only person that would also get arrested would be, like, uh, Dershowitz. Everyone else would... I mean, people would hear testimony. It'd probably be... It, they'd probably... I don't know. No one... I mean, no prosecu- prosecutors would just, like, listen and go, I don't think I'm going to make a case against, like, say, Bill Clinton or anything. And then, you know, so that people would have testimony, and they'd hear, like, Bill Clinton is a rapist. They're already... Uh, Juanita Broderick and everything. Everyone already knows Bill Clinton's a rapist, so <laughs> that didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Like, well, here's what here's what repeated did so- repeated incidents coming out. Yeah, didn't seem to matter to anyone, and whatever individual like Bill Clinton may have harmed from like sexual assault or mm-hmm. any kind of sexual impropriety or interpersonal violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, welfare reform, Rwanda. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the least of things to worry about him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's but that's the that's the point. It's it's ma- basically a matter of people's awareness and will catch their attention. They're not going to do anything unless there is a convention. Because, like you said, unless there's a conviction. Because, like like you said, look at all the horrendous shit Bill Clinton did. I mean, also another one is the. Uh, uh, people talk about Bush when he bombed uh, Iraq, like Bush one. Uh, his uh, sanctions he did for the medical sanctions he did in Iraq were far, far worse. Like they they really hurt a lot of people, killed a lot of kids, so on and so forth. Right? Yeah. And those are just little blurbs in the paper. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. nobody oh, really no knows. one. No one thinks about sanctions as actually. Yeah, how, of how, 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 yeah. Okay. And and on all the even on the okay. But what's the thing that gets him? What's the thing that took Bill Clinton down? What's the thing that tarnished him? Was lying about a blowjob. Because people and he couldn't even cover that up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, for well, because Ding is like freaking all over a blue dress. It's like, why would you do that? I mean, and not destroy it. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, oh, same thing with Nixon. Look at all the things that Nixon covered up that came in later, and but he was really taken down for Watergate, which was just like so minuscule compared to all the horrendous shit he did, especially with Vietnam. And, I there mean... there was an actual conviction there that, that well, he no, televised. The, no, there also, wasn't. He, the impeachment proceedings started, and then he but, stepped down. Had I, he let the early childhood education program that was supported on both sides of Congress go mm-hmm. through, mm-hmm. I can't imagine the difference that that would have made for people now mm-hmm. and the number of people that were harmed by that. Right. I'm just saying. Right. Look and, and look how long. No one cares. <laughs> no one gets any kind of intrigue out of these like boring systemic issues. Right. But people will watch like 96 seasons of Law and Order SVU and Criminal Minds right. 
and want to put together like a grand theory of mm-hmm. no, like a, a weird yeah. shit. Like a professor of mine like showed he had two articles he'd put in front of you in the beginning of class to show you the matter of um, subterfuge, if you will, or the matter of uh, colorful details, if you will. And one was like about a killer that like mutilated this baby and it goes into huge like detail and it's horrendous right and mm-hmm. that like and that and like shocks you the other one is this very detailed very boring about a chemical spill uh that if you read between the lines it ended up killing like 5000 people including a bunch of babies mm-hmm. yeah uh but you know that's not going to that's not going to be visceral like the other one it's is. not going to riot your emotions Ex- like right. the other one yeah. exactly exactly and uh you know if there was a huge pedophile ring um, that was exposed amongst all these people in the power in the top, you know, with this person. And I'm I'm not saying anything would have happened, but I mean, it's sadly more likely. Yeah. I than, mean, and, people would be interested. He, in I it. mean, he, yeah. here's the thing: uh, the whole thing about conspiracy theory is that it's basically just it's a way to just like have like busy work that makes you think you're coming to like uh, some sort of conclusion, mm-hmm. but you're always moving the goalposts and pushing it forward mm-hmm. so that. At the end, there's never the moment where, like, oh, now I have to act. Mm-hmm. The the only action is just exposing it, and then, mm-hmm. but then what's going to happen? I mean, like, well, we you, already have, we already have, uh, I you can't know, remember what, what we already have concentration camps, and and people feel atomized and powerless enough mm-hmm. to not, you know, storm them, and mm-hmm. so you know, what 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 the fuck are we going to do if we find out like Trump's a double rapist, right? The, or uh, triple, quadruple. Yeah, quadruple. I mean, at this point, yeah. Yeah. Really? No, I know him. Mean, he's raped a ton yeah. of people, but I mean, like, <laughs> but like in, in terms of like like yeah. things in, in the public consciousness. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, this would go beyond Trump, but anyway, um, take for instance, look how many cop shootings there are, right? But just randomly, like it, it, it's, it's almost like you have to keep sparking it, slamming the rocks together to get that spark. Because, but for some reason, like Mike Brown blew the fuck up. But you, I'm not denying. I'm not, not like. You know that was horrendous, but it was just like, why him over like just in that same week, uh, like a twelve-year-old was killed by a cop just holding a gun. So how come there like was a mass riots or anything about that twelve-year-old? You know what I mean? I think. I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there shouldn't have been for Mike Brown. Was, I'm saying there should be for all of these. The but people like, in the, uh, I guess, just the difference in, in like the organization of the people in the right. in those two. Cities. I mean, what it comes down to is just random. What what spurs people's interest and what doesn't? Yeah. I mean, sadly, I, I mean. Um, and that's, and that's the thing though. It's like, cause there have been, but there have been people that have been suicide and there have been cover-ups and like, especially like when you go with, it's kind of a two way sword. Cause it's like, you could say like, well, no, he was able to commit suicide cause all the negligence and the, uh, uh, lack of, uh, funding for the prisons. Right. Um, but you could also say, well, it also makes it pretty easy to kill somebody too. If I, there was some article in USA Today or. So did you see this about how this really raises awareness for how bad things are in prison? <laughs> like this was actually an article. Yeah. It, like it, it, now it took, that we it see this ev- tragedy, yeah. this tragedy, yeah, right. we can really if start to think critically. If a rich white man can't survive in that yeah. prison. I mean, if the guy who wanted to make a camp where he impregnated like a harem of women and made a master race and he told Jeffrey Pinker this... <laughs> That's something you actually if literally would tell, you'd tell anyone in earshot about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if we can't keep him safe, who can we keep safe? In mm-hmm. uh, the prison in our own city, in Michigan City, Oof. bed bug infestation. A guy burning to death yes. in a cell while guards didn't. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, that comes to pass quickly mm-hmm. yeah. on Facebook. And then there's people's, like, 
75-year-old auntie who are posting their personal conspiracy yeah. theories about what mm. happened here because they want to see any kind they want to see this play out like law and order SVU. <laughs> yeah. Um mm. or they they want to have their own QAnon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But the whole thing is just so crazy, especially like uh, there have been podcasts and stuff like that, like bringing out the details. You know, like Chapel's really gotten into it. it I is. mean, like it. I, I mean, like as long as you don't take it seriously, cons- delving into conspiracies are kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Like, but I mean, this is. But I, I mean, you like X Files. <laughs> oh, did you want to talk about X Files? No. <laughs> so <laughs> nobody ever wants to talk about X Files. You can meet my friend Jeremy. He looks like David Duchovny. <laughs> That's not really what I liked about the show, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but like, but I mean, like, uh, finding out details of like who was it that like got Epstein the job at the uh, yeah uh, uh, the, at, at the um, Maxwell yeah Maxwell and like what's his who was who was uh, he was a really spy. He's the one who got yeah. him the job. Uh, and what's crazy is his son wrote a science fiction novel about uh, aliens who were so bored and rich they went and kidnapped humans and make sex dungeons out of them. Yeah, and just the stuff like <laughs> oh, that is just... That's surprising. <laughs> a piece of shit that hired another piece of shit for a piece of shit business uh-huh. to exploit people and yeah. be rich right. is also a piece of shit. Yeah. Newsflash. <laughs> They're all pieces of shit. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's like... Well, there's being pieces of shit and then there's just like pure evil which is like oh yeah you know i mean it's not like it's not like we're talking like used car dealers here I mean, like but what, like but what, we're, but what we're finding is that is that it's not that i don't know i mean does does being in the does being bourgeois make does being bourgeois like funnel up pieces of shit or is like being a piece of shit just like a result of living in that class well, I think it makes the pieces of shit even worse, obviously, and then yeah. and then it can turn anybody into a piece of shit. Yeah, and then you have a whole group of people that identify with that mm-hmm. who don't have any of those means, and aspirationally, they can't wait to be pieces of shit themselves yeah. someday, yes. the yes. future millionaires, if you will, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who make or, like fourteen dollars an hour instead of thirteen, and, I, I don't, and are I, really pissed off at you know black people, yeah, for right. existing. Right, while they do all this, just like Bill, or though, <laughs> just like I'm gonna say, just like Bill Cosby, who you know, like, oh, these kids need to put up their pants. Now I'm gonna go like rape women, you awful human. Being. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep, uh, yep. That's exactly what Hannibal Burr said in the the set. <laughs> oh, that isn't what he said at all in the set. Actually, what? That's not what he said in the set. He didn't mention that uh, Bill Cosby bitching about people pulling up their pants. No, well, he he was mentioning Bill Cosby like talking about other comedians being blue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull up your pantsism is like a huge problem in general. Oh, of course, yeah. of course. Anyway. Especially if you're like, if that's your, if you well, make I mean, that pathetic moral standard versus like you're the worst. Yeah. Well, the worst I mean, that, that, well, that was, I mean, it was basically pull up, uh, pull up your pantsism when like when Bill Cosby would be like, uh, yeah, you know, Richard Pryor, like you're out there like cussing, cussing and you're making us look bad, you know, <laughs> like we're trying to elevate yeah. our race. Right, right. And then like Richard Pryor's like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Right. He, he like he no he would like he called he, he like he would to Richard Pryor about it. Then he started like complaining to to Eddie mm. Murphy about it in the eighties. Right. I think in the nineties he didn't really. But then like 
I don't know. I don't know if like Hannibal Burris is just like, yo, fuck Bill Cosby for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also he's a rapist. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, this guy was so like Epstein was so blatantly connected that I mean he was already arrested for this already in oh, Florida yeah. and only got six months work release. His butler surprise. Yeah, his his mm-hmm. butler got like a, a year and a month. <laughs> Like, he got longer for not, like, overturning he evidence. He has a butler. He's already a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. It's it's just crazy because, like, because, uh, I mean, because there, there have been people that have been suicided before by, like, our government. Okay. Right. I mean, we do. You know that's real, right? I mean, yeah. We, we have. I mean, that's not a conspiracy. I mean, like, cause, okay. Like in uh, in the in the uh, Errol Morris documentary on Netflix, Wormwood. Spoilers, and I guess I'm guessing you guys don't care. Like, no, yeah, we don't. Uh, okay. uh, his his father jumped out a window in the '50s, and you know, he was like, and he like threw away his whole like like the more he delved into it, he like threw away his whole career as a, a clinical psychologist, and he went to Harvard and everything. Like he was, and he gave up his life because he just got upset. He's like, I know my father was murdered. And it actually led to him in the, and it took forever from like fifties to nineties to, to finally they dug up the father's grave, <laughs> and then sure enough they they found some sort of wounds like showed somewhat of a struggle. And he's like, mm, yeah, you know. Well, I mean, anything involving the, and I mean, yeah, our the CIA has done a lot of, uh, yeah, suicides. Right, and they've done a lot of you know well, in, 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 in regards to regime. It, it, it was hilarious like because it was something like take them to. Uh, take him to the twelfth floor, uh, so it'll be high enough, but it won't be suspicious. So take him to jump for like it's in the manual, and sure enough, like he jumped off the twelfth floor. <laughs> but like, there yeah. obviously there's a wealth of information about this that mm. mm-hmm. proves that that's what happened. Yeah, is there any no. reason to suspect? No, there that actually this isn't. There isn't. Case a isn't. No, there really isn't a wealth of information. What it took to finally get it at the end was, uh, at the end, they actually bring in, um, what's his name, uh, Seymour Hirsch, you know, a very well-connected journalist and stuff like that. And he's like, what? He's saying he got killed, uh, you know, and then, and then he had to go check his sources, and he's like, I can't tell you for him, but he was actually, he was actually targeted and assassinated. But, yeah. they, but they did an autopsy. It didn't prove anything. It would just show there was signs of struggle. Yeah. I mean, it, but the what this is all getting at is that, like, is that if it turns out Epstein it was, was okay. and it was forty years after he was murdered. If it turns out Epstein was murdered, then okay, great. And he, like, he was mm-hmm. an asset for intelligence agencies. He was gonna fucking turn. Great, they killed him. Uh, they we already know the CIA does that. We are we've already mm-hmm. known that our our government is well, imperial, like wait, is engaged in imperialism. Wait a and, minute, though. What? What kind of an asset would he really be, though? To get oh, uh, uh, the like people who have potential for a lot of compromise on anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the CIA scoops those people up. Is is the uh, well? The reason why uh, his father was killed in the documentary is because he had information on uh, them using. Uh, um, uh, uh, they were using biological warfare in North Korea. Yeah, and so they were worried he was going to spill the beans about that. Because he, because he, uh, he was actually part of the original acid experiments, the CIA LSD experiments, mm-hmm. and they're and they're worried by his psychological profile afterwards. So they're just like, yeah, let's be safe and kill him. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, just don't see any parallel between a situation like that and this Epstein thing. He has government officials, and he could expose child rings amongst the. They're government. already exposed. Literally, Not really. Literally, like how many people in power are already known? 
to just be scumbag pedophiles <laughs> right. already already known well, to I mean, be like, rapists. But, yeah, but already I mean, known. But, like, but the, the the possibility, like, basically, if like any foreign head of state or like mm-hmm. or any like you know outside of the U.S. borders that the CIA wants to keep tabs on. And also, you know, is rich and a fucking likes to, you know, uh, and, not and, to mention, and, you know, and wants to fuck a thirteen-year-old too. Uh, the CAA will go, oh, that's something great to like put some pressure on them to, you know, do something we like down the road. Right. Yeah. I mean, and not to mention, like, I mean, Donald Trump had, uh, he already had that sexual with the uh, child in in the beginning before he became president. That just magically went away. Because literally the judge went like, you know, this is the president. We shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing, uh, you shouldn't, uh, you should let this go. Or what, he, what was the line he said? Like, uh, we shouldn't be doing this to the president. Is what wow. his, the judge's literal line to the victim. Doing this to him. Yeah. 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 And, and the victim was raped in Epstein's apartment by Donald Trump. But I mean, like, this is, I mean, victims of... All of these crimes constantly act like coming forward is actually doing something to hurt their rapist. Right. Yeah. They're that's always disgusting. That, yeah. That's always that's something that's levied against them right. a lot. Yeah. Right. Like that's the thing foremost on the minds of folks when something like this happens mm-hmm. well, is the reputation of the man that raped you mm-hmm. versus right. you were raped. I mean, right. so what I'm saying is, is, is in the end, like the Epstein, like Epstein theorizing is it's like a fun hobby but mm. the truth is if everything and, uh, if, if everything they say is is absolutely true only organizing an action is gonna bring any justice anyway yeah. because what are you gonna rely on the legal system to then convict everybody you know so. right well and, and it's not so much like oh darn we didn't get to hear epstein uh sing it's just more of like oh look at this cover-up and how like and how blazing they I mean, got this yeah, cover, and, I, I how guess, blade, and how blatant the cover up was, and what else are they going to cover up? Because there is a ton of yeah. I mean, there's a ton of evidence besides like they have his diaries, they have all the videos that he had because he had cameras throughout his house, and he had every he had so many discs as like whatever celebrity or politician yeah. slash whatever girl's name. I, I on, mean, all these CD ROMs because he's recording everything. I mean, I, I guess it's, so. It's like is it's, that stuff gonna surface yeah. or not? I mean, I, I guess at some point you want like. You want like just their egregious flouting of the rules to like make somebody have a Jesse Pinkman moment, you know, mm-hmm. and like maybe like have a societal Jesse Pinkman moment, right? Like you can't keep getting away with this, you know? right? But, I mean, you're looking for. I mean, that's what, that's what I'm trying to point. Like, it could be something so dastardly and so personal, even though that shouldn't matter, and we should focus on systemic issues. But as we keep pointing out, people don't like to focus on systemic issues. It's boring. Just like how the civil rights movement really got going because of the pictures. I mean, that's what caught the president's attention of like the dog actually attacking the black kid, which actually, oddly enough, wasn't a th- that it didn't really happen crazily enough. Um, there's the whole thing about the actual kid, like that guy's still alive, and he's like, "Yeah, that dog wasn't trying to attack me, uh-huh. or, the, the, or the, the police didn't stick the dog on me. Like the the police is trying to get it off me, but it still came. It looked like that, and that and that like and that's what I'm saying. The details don't matter. You have to make this like big, colorful picture that will get people's attention and arouse them. But what are we trying to get people's attention and arouse them about? The uh, just all your see, you're saying you're going, you're judging by like. Yeah, I know they're all pieces of shit. You know that. Most people, they're just like, ah, politicians are a bunch of liars. Just like, I mean, like what took down Bill Clinton in the eyes of people was, okay, so he is an adulterer, even though there was plenty of evidence before that, but now we know for sure there's no denying it. 
And that's why, like, oh, they're all monsters. I mean, clearly it's taking a hit on the Catholic Church. It's sad people still go to Catholic Church, especially in... And that's the other thing, too. If you don't believe in global conspiracy pedophile rings, it's, there only one exists, and it's called the Catholic Church. <laughs> I mean, in lots of different yeah. faith communities, there, oh, yeah. Yeah. there I, is a level of... Intimacy oh. and trust that right. couches all kinds of sexual right, abuse. right, but it's yeah. but it's not on the scale and not oh. wielded with the power of cover up like the Catholic Church. Has. Oh no, yeah, because that's a yeah. big institution. Oh, but so big, the big it's really scary to think about some of these smaller <laughs> churches. Oh yeah, that yeah. where there's absolutely people. They're not even on the radar as existing. Yeah. The right. type of abuse oh, no, that goes on within those. Small. Oh no! My like, like uh, my friend went to like a Baptist summer camp where like the guy was just diddling all the girls. Oh yeah, I mean you that know. sounds about right. Yeah, to yeah. Me, very so. very mm-hmm. typical. Yeah, these these people who get any kind of authority whatsoever, like so, not even like real authority, just like social, yeah. uh, social superiority, if you will. Or just yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Status, they get social status of some sort, right? And then turn around and immediately abuse it. So, um, but no, and there and there is quite a bit more evidence, and I'll shut up about this of just like his cellmate that he had at the time, who was an actual hitman. Oh, uh, Tortoloni, Tortoloni, Tartoloni, or something like Nicholas Tartoloni. Yeah, Uh, no, that that dude's a character too. I mean, it just it's fun characters like this, right? Right. Well, he he was this ex cop who was uh, hired by the mafia. Uh, or uh, sorry, not the cartels. I think or one. Of- no, he was hired by the mafia. He killed three cartel guys. Oh, okay, and buried him in his yard. <laughs> His neighbor, his own yard. Yeah, yeah. yeah his exactly. neighbor saw him digging the holes and was like, <laughs> "Wow, he sounds like a criminal mastermind that's right. just at the helm of this gigantic <laughs> international conspiracy that you're talking about here." The uh, um, yeah. well, no, I mean, you could have it as like he was there to kill because he's this big, giant, monstrous freak. On the other hand. Is he the kind of guy that you could trust to like keep his mouth shut about the whole thing? Because mm-hmm. he is the kind of guy that also well, probably, buried three people well, in his probably backyard. What happened was they called mafia guy or whatever, and was like, uh, "He got somebody you can use who's in the system right oh, now." Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> this I is mean, just this like ha- all of this is just a bridge too far. How is it a bridge too far? This like this stuff really happens. You, you're telling me nobody's been whacked in prison before? Certainly not. I'm not telling you that, mm-hmm. but and you, you don't think giant international conglomerates don't hire people that are incompetent. I think more like every minute that we spend talking about this, <laughs> I just feel like I've wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just, I know people get so excited about conspiracies and then any kind of like sensational, you know, media crimes. Mm-hmm. And it's just distressing. Mm. Yeah. A distressing waste of intellect, even though it's not taking that much intellect. I mean, yeah, it, it's it it is disheartening that like that like there's so many horrible things that all these people that implicated mm-hmm. have done and are on the record doing and are proud of doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, you know, most of Bill Clinton's like policy was horrible and disastrous to mm-hmm. the poor and, and and black, and still is, and then and, and still is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, turning and, and, like TANF into a block grant, yeah, instead of giving money to people that need it to survive. Is harming people right, right. now. Right, but but the point mm-hmm. is, I mean, you have to be already of a certain mindset and already know about these things to know what a disservice that was. And whereas a- anyone else is just like, if you, I was just like run into somebody from like local option and like ask them which pisses them off more, like 
communities not getting funded or chomos. They'd pick chomos. <laughs> well, yeah, it's easier to imagine something that's interpersonally happening. One person is harming another person. And then imagining that victim could be someone you love. Mm-hmm. And like that it. on one hand, on the other hand, trying to imagine how these broader issues boil down to make your life horrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when your well, whole life they tell you that you're not succeeding or you're not doing well because it's a character flaw. Yeah. And it's your I mean, fault. So many it's people a systemic yeah. assault on Right. And, on and us. so many people still have the mindset that like they, you know, everything is still on you to make it in this life, and 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 setting like setting up or cutting fu- like funding for programs is that's all just like a cherry on top entitlements, you know. So in the end, that's not violence, that's not injustice. Like only something like a chomo would be, mm-hmm. but it's escalatory violence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the uh, um, well, I was gonna, I was going to say because for a young girl like. Uh, it's like four times likely you're going to be sexually assaulted by uh, a family member or someone you know, or someone the family knows, right? Oh yeah. I yep. mean, it's most likely that in any it's kind terrifying. of sexual abuse or interpersonal violence, like it's most likely going to be an intimate partner, family member, family friend. I mean, stepdaddy. This is yep. what is most likely the case. But people are so entranced with the idea of. Like sex trafficking and stranger danger and mm-hmm. like serial killers and abductions. Right. And they become obsessed with these ideas right. to the yeah. point where they're like these Facebook posts that are talking about, I was in Target. This person was following me around. Mm-hmm. Like your boyfriend is probably the likely perp before yeah. the guy in Target following you around. But people don't feel comfortable recognizing the signs of things like that occurring or admitting that things like that occur. And yeah. it's just easier to think of this monster hiding in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's Whew. so, so what are the bad things we should worry about then? What are the bad things <laughs> that we should worry about? Right. You know, in well, general, <laughs> overall, in the whole world, yeah. in all of our lives. Okay, yeah. we're going to name, we're going to list them uh, mm-hmm. one by one for the Priorities, rest of this right. podcast. Exactly. Uh, I'll uh, go. We're going to be here for another seventeen hours. <laughs> well, first you got to educate everybody and feed them, and we got to get housing. I mean, even before that, you know, when a baby cries, pick it up and feed it. <laughs> like yeah. we're starting, <laughs> we were talking about this on the way here. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, like just, just basic. Nurturing and, behavior to other human beings. And then mm-hmm. having, like, picking up babies, like, they're just, we need to have, like, you know, early childhood, you know, uh, care and assistance and, you know, early childhood education, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I mean, of course, people's basic needs have to be met. Like, you were saying, mm-hmm. like, people need safe mm-hmm. places to live and they need to be fed nutritious food. Yeah. And they need to have their medical needs met. Like, that's all true. Um, but then, I mean, really the only person in the, in politics right now that's talking about generational trauma (laughs) and just large scale trauma and how deeply it affects human beings is Marianne Williamson. Yeah. I mean, um, but like on policy, I mean, yeah, because it's like on, on actual policy and like what, like what to do, like policy wise like what to do actually like action wise she's like well, yeah ho-hum but her i put like her idea of like of like thinking about like holistically uh, like mm-hmm. like thinking holistically and emotionally about 
injustice is like something we could eat. I mean, it's fun. No, it's I'm nice. not saying I she like is. I like her in orb. her brain. Does she live in a magical, realistic world? Yeah, probably. She does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she totally like does. She like she wants to be like she wants to be Mary Poppins in, in her world of orbs and light. <laughs> but beyond the orbs and light, I mean, she is on point because the bottom line is what people need to be able to be resilient against all of the systemic horrors that exist right now and the ones that are going to come with climate change, just making things even worse and even worse in this like late stage capitalism that we're in. People need to be able to be resilient. And the way that you build that resilience is through positive human relationships, Mm -hmm. felt safety, Mm -hmm. like the ability to take on life's challenges. Mm-hmm. So, like, we need to... And cope. We need to come up with something... Problem the, solve. Yeah, something that's the opposite of the military complex, <laughs> industrial complex. Like, the care and vibes complex. <laughs> there are, like, many programs It'd be like the place. clinical complex. It's all about plur, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like... Plur complex. <laughs> for instance, in other countries, you know, when people have a baby... They're given everything that they need and they have, you know, like someone that comes and visits them at home to help them Uh, with all of the things I just mentioned. Yeah, We have some programs in the U.S. like that, too. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, like, we don't have enough and they're like, you know, they they should be in every city, like, generously funded and yeah. Generously funded, for sure. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, the thing is that people who experience all of these traumas and then don't have the necessary abilities to be able to face these challenges. I mean, trauma does brain damage to you. Mm-hmm. It damages your brain permanently. Absolutely. Helen, if it's bad enough, it fucks with your genes. Yes. Epidemic uh, yes. transfer. Yeah. And it, it truly is generational. Oh, yeah. But the thing, too, is like when all of this shit is going on and when you're worried about whether you're going to eat or not, whether you're worried about whether you're going to have health care or not, and all these systemic issues affecting people individually and personally... You're stuck in that fight-or-flight mode mm-hmm. where you aren't even able to engage like higher-level thinking to yeah. be able to make different kinds of decisions because or just you're barely yeah. surviving. Right. Um, and all of these different diseases, like this is something that Marianne Williamson talks about, mm-hmm. all of the different diseases and things that plague people as individuals that perpetuate these problems, a lot of them come from being stuck in this perpetual hair raised hyper alert state of toxic stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it is a necessary component when we're talking about healthcare, when we're talking about making sure people have a safe place to live. Uh, well, and it, it, stress alone will kill you. Yeah. But I mean, all these things mm-hmm. mitigate that toxic stress, but mm-hmm. I think that sometimes people think, Oh, if you're hungry, then we feed you. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you're, and then oh, not now you're okay. Anymore. So we, you, it's dealt with. But but no, it's, I mean, food insecurity at any time in your life is something that you're going to be. Yeah, your body is going to remember long right. after you personally forget it. Right, too. because you're you're fed now, but then oh, the stress of my next meal is already starting to affect me. I mean, like, yeah. Just imagine when you, if you've ever been a person that plays it fast and loose with your bank account, and uh. you go up to swipe your card at CVS or something. And you're waiting for that beep to know it's approved. Mm-hmm. The relief every time it says approved. Yep. If you've ever seen it declined, it doesn't matter how financially secure you are in the future. It could be the day your tax check drops. Mm-hmm. Every single time you swipe, you're waiting forever. It mm-hmm. sticks with you 
Oh, and uh, well, he hasn't used the terminology quite like uh, Marianne Williamson, but in Bernard, uh, Mr. Sanders, he has talked about um, pre pre K schooling, mm-hmm. of yeah. course, which would be you know super helpful for the fun mm-hmm. the developing, and hopefully you know being aware of like how bad these kids' situations are early on. Um. I mean, we had an opportunity as a nation to have right. early yes. childhood education, Back comprehensive early childhood yep. education mm-hmm. across the whole country, and it had bipartisan support. And, and Nixon I, shot it Nixon down. Nixon shot it down Nixon, on yeah. a veto. Oof. And I, just imagine the world that we would have today if all of the kids be- that were born since then had an opportunity to be in a, a program like Head Start. Right. To mm-hmm. be in preschool, also to have someone checking in with the family and making sure they have connections and referrals right. to the resources they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just imagine how different things like that would be. I don't know. It sounds like you just want Big Brother to come in and teach me yeah, how to raise you, my kids. You want the government <laughs> to come in and mess with your kids every day? <laughs> no, nah, from where I'm from, a man is a king of his castle. And, <laughs> and you know what? It, no, no matter what you can say about me, I'm better at raising my kids than some bureaucrat. Mm. What about what about the kids that don't have a father of the castle? I don't know, man. <laughs> well, well, they need to get one. The thi- I mean... Can the governor get her a husband? <laughs> okay, so this is the thing that actually happened. Fun oh, fact. Please. There was actually, I'm trying to remember, I don't remember who put it forward, but there were several different bills that incentivized marriage among recipients of oh, shit. food stamps like SNAP right. or TANF, oh, like, which is that, cash that, assistance. That, that sounds about like what uh, a lot of people, uh, a lot, lot of, you know, people would want to put in it. <laughs> like, insert, you know. Certain congressmen of certain states. Mm-hmm. But I mean, folks are, whether they're partners, whether they're totally single, whether they're married, you literally don't get paid enough at most of these jobs to have an apartment and a car. I mean, imagine mm-hmm. having an apartment with two bedrooms and a vehicle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking two people working two jobs at minimum wage to even do that in some of the cheapest places to live. Right. So you can tell people to get married. You can slap whatever you want on it, but there aren't even the basis. Like economic needs aren't being met, mm-hmm. and so then it just continues. I mean, talk about a wall for uh, poor people. Just imagine how different our society could have been just alone on. Because like when people uh, complain about guns, and you know, or to defend guns, they'd be like, "Well, what about you know?" people behind a car you're gonna blame the car the you're gonna blame the you know the human for the car or whatever like a car can't yeah. kill him whatever and it's like well yeah <laughs> well, actually actually humans shouldn't have cars either <laughs> and, and actually i mean if uh if elon musk has this way then like cars will be able to just kill people on their own because <laughs> that's all those self-driving cars seem to be good at doing is just killing everybody <laughs> in them <laughs> although sadly they would have to kill a lot of people to get up to the rates that we already do to ourselves so well yeah i mean we do have car insurance. Yeah. Yeah. There are two uh-huh. that we have to buy. Yeah. Right. Oh, I mean, well, you have to buy it. <laughs> you have to, I wasn't sure what you were saying with it. But yeah. yeah. Uh, no, we'll if have you to smell mention, when I'm no, stepping in there. Oh, yeah, it's being to, dangerous? Let's make sure people are cared for. And, and not to mention that uh, you have to actually buy the car and spend all the money to maintain the car. So just imagine if, like, there was better public transportation, how much better it would be better for... Poor people. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it'd be better for all people. Uh, Imagine if if we we had a driver-based. Imagine if we had public gun terminals too. (laughs) Of course, (laughs) of course. 
Everyone what has about to early, buy their own What about own early gun? childhood gun programs? See, okay, exactly. I mean, nobody's even over here talking about... Uh, here's the thing. If you could, okay, if you got the NRA involved, and it's like you could do the early childhood program, but there'd have to be shooting classes in it. Yeah, like with... <laughs> they come and bring you like a pack and play. Yeah. When they start the program, you get a pack and play. Yeah. And like an assault rifle. Right. Yeah. You know, so... Safety first. Uh-huh. Hashtag. Like, so, so we just... Safe sleep. We should just... So like Heckler and Koch representative comes in and talks to the kids. We get more trains and then we just mount gun turrets on top of each car, right? Yeah, how about this? How about we just we get the NRA into any social program we want and just have them shove guns in there somehow? Right, right. No, and we'll get like all kinds of we we'll get all kinds of tax money then. Let's plant some decorative flowers and get some interactive light features mm-hmm. like around everything. Mm-hmm. The guns, the babies, the people starving. Yeah. I think just some light features, some ice bumper cars, perhaps. No, wait. Are, are, is this ice bumper cars going to be used by poor kids? I mean, Cause I, I, not I, after they all move and get replaced by Chicago people, no. Okay, because I'm, I'm thinking I just want Chicago transplants. Uh, to use the ice yeah, bumper cars? Yeah, to use the ice bumper cars, though. So. Or the ice bumper trains with guns mounted on yeah. them. Mm, there yeah. There you go. Damn, we're just like, we're cooking with fire today. We don't, we don't need to be afraid to envision a whole new world. <laughs> but yeah, John, that would have... Magical see, realism. Uh, yeah, Amy got me self-conscious because I was a total three-clapper. That <laughs> your, your public NRA, your public guns joke, but like... You didn't I do got, a three No, clap? I know, I know. You got me self-conscious. Like, I went one, and then I thought like, oh, am I going to do three? And then... No, so three clapper. He, all right, Them so cheeks three clapper. Three times. <laughs> Hanging out with Brett, like he's a newer friend. We were quite fast friends, though. Mm, fast. I notice when he he's laughing friends. at his own jokes mostly, but also laughing with other folks too. <laughs> he does this. Yeah, where he's yes. not audibly Rhythm, laughing, son, but he's like shaking yes. his face back and forth, you do do a that. laugh face, of and doing like the, that little beat. So then. I was driving for work like eight hours one day, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to catch up on episodes of this ridiculous ass podcast that they do. Which one? Uh-huh, this one, shout out. Yeah. And I no- started noticing it in the podcast early back, long before I met Brett. And, it- <laughs> and then I mistakenly told him how endearing it was. Yeah. And now... And now you're he's not like, doing it. I know. Yeah. You, it happened the same thing with my uh, catchphrase from before. Uh, although it was really funny, I sent her when I was editing the episode. So he, here's the thing, Brett. What was your catchphrase before? Well, I'll get to that, but I just want to mention really quick while we're talking about I, the I slap. I just did my own catchphrase. I was, oh, here's the. Th- oh, very nice, very nice. Mm-hmm. Smooth, mm-hmm. smooth mm-hmm. operator. Yeah. Almost uh, too smooth. Right, right, exactly. Uh, I sent her a picture of the audio track of like three little. <laughs> and it was me clapping, me slapping the. Mask, the math doesn't lie there, man. No, it doesn't. Mm-mm. No, it doesn't. Uh, what was your catchphrase? Uh, uh, Other than clap. I've done the math to know that Swedgin is the best of mixing breeds. <laughs> what? It's a, it's a it's a minor line in, in that song. I've done the math to know. That's that you, you, Swedgin. You just had to, you just had to bring that you know, bring course, a fucking Swedge song back in. Damn um, yeah, right. Anyway, wait, what's your catchphrase what's your though? Catchphrase? What Amy no, just so asked. I used to go. I got this from my Crown Point friends. I'd go, huh, right, 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 right. <laughs> that was. I'm huh, trying to think. There's what? another thing. Not so much. There's a thing that you huh? do, and I can't. It's you don't not do that so much. Right or at least I, I don't I notice it. I stopped doing it. It's the same thing. What? I'm not. You do some other things, but now they're not coming to mind. Yes. Well, I laugh like a gerbil. 
I did the hamster laugh. Yeah. You, the, that yes, the way you just said yes. Uh, yes. Like, uh, yes. Was, yeah, very, very distinct. Yeah, that, I got that going for me. Yep, but yep. The, what is the other big thing? It's killing me now that I can't think of what it is. You have mm. another thing that you say but all no, the time. So they got me so self... They mentioned my catchphrase, and people did my catchphrase at me so long for Silva. Like, I called my friend Spencer one time, and I'm like, it's Brett. He's like, Brett? Like, Brett? Brett? Brett who? Spencer Brett? that I know? Yeah, Spencer. Okay. Yeah, Spencer. And I'm like, Brett Short. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, and he replied with yeah, that? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. So it got me so aware of it that, like, the last time I did it, we're all at a dinner table eating pizza, and I was like, uh, all, all these friends who've told me this, and somebody said so, and, and I was like, <laughs> right, right, right. And, like, I was aware of it as I was saying it, and that was, like, the last and time. And that was it? That's that what ended it? it? Yeah. I have been told that I say, oh, and well a lot. Oh, yeah. well, well. Yeah. well well, oh, well, I don't really want well, to talk about the Epstein thing. <laughs> well, wow. oh, well, oh, it's a waste of intellectual. Mm, yeah. I mean, but here's mm. the thing about our podcast our podcast is always oh, a giant waste of intellectual. Robust. Uh, yeah, thank effort. you, John. That's hence what's talking about new metal. Yeah, <laughs> robust is another one. Think of, think of Epstein <laughs> so as our new metal conspiracy. <laughs> I mean, it'd be so much cooler if there was like some coal chamber and like mm. some jinkos and like bead <laughs> in a bead chain necklace. Some somewhere involved in this Epstein That's thing. That's so but. visual, though. It's mm. just, it would be a shame. It would yeah. be a shame not to have that be a video. They they uh, they switch Epstein's body, and it's a guy with like blonde, spiky hair, <laughs> <laughs> the, fro- the, the really extreme yeah. frost, like right, right, right. They're like, like a poor man's liberty. They're like, we 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 know that they switched the bodies because Jeffrey Epstein did not have like weird like white pupil like twisted contacts. And we had no idea he had a fago tattoo on his neck. John, they this. they switch Epstein's body with Wayne Static. <laughs> oh, they can't keep getting away with this. Yeah, you push it. Yeah, you push it. You push it. Push it. Static X, Amy's a big fan. I uh, don't even know what that is. Hey, like a, it, I, I often hey guys. listening don't feel like I know what enough things are to understand what's going on. <laughs> shout out, shout out to real one Wayne Static. He uh, he died this the, the he died today uh, six years ago. I just <laughs> I think I think I'm right that about was six this. years ago. All right, no, I don't know. Oh, uh, I was gonna say Wayne Static, magical realism, new metal. <laughs> I think we need to have a conversation Brett, after this like, about what magical yeah, realism is. You're, you're because just, you're, you're just everything. Oh, I'm sure hurting that motherfucker in Brett, Anything now. we mention, you're just you going. Is this magical realism? Yep. Is this magical realism? Yep. yep. No, I'll help you figure out what it is. <laughs> so, speaking of uh, magical realism, you ever watched uh, Losa Spookies yet? Nope. It's pretty fun. Right on. It's on the HBO. <laughs> All right, everybody. Out. It's good to be back. Write those comments. Uh, we will like and subscribe. Talk to us online. We're lonely. Mm-hmm. Just talk to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though we haven't been doing anything online lately, recently, but we're gonna get back to it. Well, hey, we still have our pay- we still have our Facebook page. You could always, if, you mm-hmm. know, if you really mm-hmm. cared about us, you could always have written on the page. Mm-hmm. But you don't because you're fucking fake friends. Fuck you. Goodbye. Right. <laughs> swarm, swarm that. Oh, you already stopped it. No, not yet. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, swarm those uh, Epstein conspiracies just for Amy, please. Please don't do that. <laughs> don't add me. Thanks for coming, Amy. Don't You're great. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Take Bye. it easy. This one goes out to David Jonathan Metcalf, Mr. Too Cool for Tool.
I know the swenching sits Cause I taught myself that way No treats or any training Is fundamental dog sitting I've done the math to know This legend is the best of breeding German Shepherd and Australian Couple with a golden retriever